2: Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present
1: Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, this is Steve Silver with Silver Screen Videos, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. I have a treat for you today. My new book, My Three-Year-Old's a Barbarian and Other Parenting Problems, is out on audiobook, and it's been published by Podium Audio. They are the number one sci-fi and fantasy publisher of audiobooks. And man, they did such a good job. Uh, The narrator is named Rebecca Woods, and she is funny. She is really good. You really got to check out this book. The way you get it is you go to either Amazon or Audible. Check out my three-year-old's of barbarian and other parenting problems, and then you could download it for an audio credit. Uh, if you aren't a member of Audible, uh, you can actually get your first month free, and then go ahead and download the book for free. So yeah, it's a it's a fun experience, and with permission, I got to share you the first chapter. So yeah. You know, here's the first chapter of My Three-Year-Old's a Barbarian and Other Parenting Problems, and don't forget to check it out on Audible.
2: Chapter 1. Hickenbottom's Bad Day. Haldersboro, Summer's Somnolence. Henry Hickenbottom pondered the inconvenient fact that a dead body was face down in his vegetable garden. He had planned to unearth some potatoes and cut a few sprigs of rosemary for his wife, who was busy filling the family cauldron with stew, when he had noticed the unfortunate soul who had expired in between the endives and the fennel. Myrtle, Myrtle, Myrtle Hickenbottom, get out here, he called to his wife. Someone died in the garden. She poked her voluptuous form out of the window and frowned at the scene. Are you sure he's dead, Myrtle asked. She was never the one to make assumptions about anything. The hero of the people, Levantis, could be coming over for dinner, and Myrtle would ask whether he eats mutton. Of course he's deceased, Henry yelled. He's face down in the endives. He could be passed out. Too much to drink. I warned you about that tavern. Too much ale and not enough womenfolk. No one to keep their husbands in line. There are plenty of womenfolk. Are there No. So I'm told, they are upstairs in the rooms. So you have been making eyes with the tavern wenches? No, no, strictly playing cards with the fellas. I have never been upstairs. Good, because if I ever caught you. She brandished a carving knife that glinted in the moonlight and made a chopping motion with the utensil. Could we just focus on the body at hand? Henry yelped. I'm still not convinced he's dead. What am I supposed to do? It could have been the plague. Can't exactly check if he's breathing if he died of disease. liable to give it to me. Then I'd be dead in the vegetable garden. Henry ranted. You can poke him with the rake. The rake? Yeah, just do it. Supper is getting cold. Myrtle commanded and went back inside humming the same jaunty tune she always did when she cooked. Henry used to love the melody. Now he saved his vegetable run so he wouldn't have to be in the house while she made the racket. Oh, I suppose
0: so. The rick will do nicely. It's always something. Henry fixed the hole in the roof. Henry dig a new latrine pit. The old one is starting to stink. Of course
2: it's gonna stink. It's a latrine. I'd like to see her on dead body removal for once. Henry grumbled and stumbled toward the equipment shed in the dark. He was futzing with the lock when he heard a noise. It sounded like something heavy was being dragged. He turned around, and the corpse stood right behind him. Other than the apparent mobility, the creature was definitely dead. It had straggly black hair, hollow eye sockets, rotted teeth, and maggots wriggling from its cheek. The beast hissed and gave out a rasp. Well, spit it out, Henry said. I don't have all night. I need to get rosemary for the missus. She'll have my head on the spit if I don't get her
0: sprigs.
2: (coughs) The thing rasped. Do you want some water? Help clear the thing in your throat. The creature nodded. Right, follow me. A few minutes, several potatoes, and some sprigs of rosemary later, the unlikely pair sat at a table in the Hickenbottom's hovel, their abode was the one-room-constitutes-the-entire-house variety, decorated in the peasant-chic style, because they were very much peasants and not chics Mrs. Hickenbottom placed a tankard of water in front of their guest, then turned back to the stew pot. The undead drank until the thing was empty. The liquid drained from holes in the creature's cheeks, throat, and chest as it gulped, but it still seemed satisfied nonetheless. No, Hickenbottom said. What was it you were saying? The creature belched and said, Thank
0: you, cleans out the old pipes,
2: haven't used them in a while, you see. That still doesn't explain why you go off dying in my vegetable patch, Henry grumbled. Myrtle walloped her husband and said, The poor thing probably doesn't know he's dead. It's not every day when someone rises from the grave like that. Oh, no, the creature responded. "'I know I've
0: been dead for a long time now, "'doing my master's bidding in the afterlife, "'cursed to roam the land for eternity and all. "'See? He knew what he was doing. "'He targeted our vegetable patch. "'Did the crankshaw summon you? "'I'm telling you, they've been jealous since day one. "'Where'd you get the seeds?' Mr. Crankshaw had said. "'What does it matter where? "'I got them and this is my farm. "'No, no.' I am here to deliver a message from my master, Le Duc.
2: The name stopped Hickenbottom cold. The trouble with his neighbors, the tune his wife was always humming, even almost being caught about what he really did at the tavern, all seemed trivial now that a servant of the Dark Lord himself was in his house. He stammered. Uh, 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 uh. The creature cut him off and spoke. The duke's
0: armies will rise again.
2: The minion lunged across the table and raked its claws across Hickenbottom. The farmer cried out in fear while he was torn limb from limb. The creature cackled with glee, then paused for a moment. Mrs. Hickenbottom observed the murder of her husband with a rather bored expression on her face.
0: Could you turn around or something?
2: The undead said, it's hard
0: to maim with you watching.
2: It'll be hard for Henry to deliver your message when he's dead, Mrs. Hickenbottom remarked. The dead body is the message. Oh, seems a little vague to me. I would come in here and think wolf attack. How am I supposed to know it's from Le Duke? All right, and blood on the walls. I suppose a wolf really does come and licks the blood off the walls. I'm merely saying that you didn't think this through. Fine.
0: How would you do it if you were a creature of the night, harboring the return of your evil overlord?
2: No need to get snippy. I was only trying to help. I wasn't snippy. Who Could have fooled me. Apparently you don't want my help. I do everything for this household, day in, day out, cooking all the meals, patching the clothes, sweeping. Thatched roofs aren't for those who don't like sweeping. Let me tell you, seems like there's a new coating of dirt just about every day. Your toils will be over soon, the creature said, brandishing its fangs and claws at the mistress of the house. He leaned in to tear her throat when he was whacked on the side of the head with a giant metal spoon for stirring the cauldron. Oh No, you don't, Myrtle said. You are not biting anyone until you wash up that mouth. It's filthy and has blood all over it. I tell Henry that he keeps getting sick because he doesn't wash his hands after slaughtering the chickens. But does he listen? Oh, no. Look, mister, you have a name? Rallicook, Mr. Rallicook. if you want to proselytize the rise of your king, necromancer. Whatever. I'm just saying that what's a couple of dead peasants going to do for you? People kill us all the time. Barbarians sacked the village last week. The week before, some rotten sheriff ran most of us through looking for an outlaw who wasn't even here. The point is, a couple of people like us probably won't even make the town crier. If you really want to send a message, you've got to kill Levantis or any of the heroes from the Battle of the Four Armies. Them are pretty tough folks, I reckon. People will be paying attention then. Levantis, yes the undead said, lost in thought. Without another word, he left the residence of the Hickenbottoms. Myrtle Hickenbottom surveyed the bloody pulp that was left of her husband and frowned. She yelled out the door at the creature receding into the night. Not gonna clean up after yourself, are you? Just eviscerate and go? Think this place just cleans itself?